You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, the Beer City Boys, for episode number 32. Who is number 32, Ax? Anybody? That doesn't matter who Uh, number 32 was. Last week was Reggie Miller. I forgot to put that in there. Reggie Miller podcast. Oh, yeah. Reggie Miller. That was my guy. I used to be called Reggie Miller back in my heyday when I was uh, drilling half-court three-pointers in the middle of games (laughs) (laughs) for no reason. (laughs) Yeah, uh, 32, 32. uh, Uh, That was uh, Magic Johnson, wasn't it? He was number 32. Magic Johnson was 32. Magic Johnson. Um, Next week is Larry Bird. Yeah. yeah Scotty Pippen. 33. Ah, Larry Bird's better than Scotty Pippen. Yeah? Yeah. The Bird Man. Bird Man is the word. Yeah. So uh, we're going to dedicate uh, this episode to the Wolf Man. Yeah. Our, the Wolf Man. Uh, our, our triple tag team partner. He promised to listen this week, or listen last week, I should say. But uh, I don't know if he will. He, um, he's too busy. Yeah, he's too busy. He's too busy uh, listening to, what is that podcast with um, Scrubs? He listens to the uh, Scrubs podcast. Oh, boring. Yeah, boring. That's, I thought you were gonna that's say, lame. I thought you were going to say he listens to, uh, like, Dr. Phil or maybe, um, who's that um, financial guy, uh, Dave Ramsey. He probably listens to Dave Ramsey podcast. He might, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like our buddy John, right? Does he even listen to our podcast? Uh, yeah, he texted me the other day and asked me if we were still wrestling buddies. I said, does the bear poop in the woods? Poop in the woods? Yeah. Come on. I hope we, he still listens to his, uh, to his boys on the podcast. Uh, he better, or he's gonna get a, he's got a chair shot coming his way, if not. Right, that's right. I mean... And he's got a seat next to us for AEW when they come into town. I'll just give it away. Yeah, he might just give it away. I know. He might give it away to MGS. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe maybe uh, Julia the Gulio might want to come because uh, she's all into AEW, but it's uh, bedtime for her when that comes around. Maybe so. we'll just save the seat for uh, MJF's scarf. Just his scarf will sit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't see it, but I'm giving the Axe Man the evil eye here. You know what I mean? What uh, if I, instead of like um, the jet, instead of me bringing oh, a shovel. Maybe, maybe we just bring the jet. Oh, we could bring the jet. Or I was saying, instead of he has a shovel, we'll just bring my axe. Can we bring a Pulaski axe? Oh, we're gonna. We're bringing it. <laughs> Tell him it's a prop. We'll just dull it down. Right. It's a prop. Yeah. Wrestling prop. That's right. Yeah, it's our gimmick. Yeah. It's our gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> the axe's gimmick. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so, uh, all right. Uh, you going to let the people what know what we're talking about this week? Well, I mean, this week here, um, it's, um, I don't know what that noise is in the background. It's probably some game that Julia pushed some buttons it's on. It's a bomb. 
Could be a bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. Kind of like uh, Ben Siller. Uh, when, I think it was uh, Meet the Fuckers or something. I don't know what you're talking about. you never seen Meet the Fuckers? I have, but I don't remember that part. When he was, like, trying to get on the plane, and he was like, bomb, 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 I think. Uh, it's been a while it was since some I've bump, seen that movie. Some Ben Stiller movie. I remember that. And he ended up, like, getting carted off the jail or something like that. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was because he got kicked out of the family circle, and then he was, like, leaving to go on the plane, and then. Yeah. Whatever. It's been a while Doesn't since matter. I've seen that movie. Doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, this week's episode is, uh, brought to you in part by, uh, our buddy, The Wolfman. He came up with this topic and dropped us a line on Facebook. Um, check us out on Facebook, too. We got a Facebook, um, um, page. Yeah. Hot tag with the Tank Team Champs. Um, check us out. It's our, uh, it's our logo on there, so you can't miss us. Um. Uh, we're still working on merch, just so everybody knows. Uh, we got to get on that train and get some merch out for people. Um, get our brand out there. Get uh, more than ten fans listening a week. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, um, it's this this week's podcast is all about uh, wrestling finishers. That's right. So. Wrestling finishers, I mean, what's better than a wrestling finisher? Like, it's signature to that wrestler. It's like... So, anyways, it's go like ahead. The, the end, it's the end, you know, like, like, captivation to draw you in at the end. It's that, like, right. hold your breath moment. Yep, the hold your breath moment. And I bet I can guess your favorite finisher in the whole wide world. All right, let's start it off. Hit me. All right, your favorite finisher in the whole wide world is the Canadian Destroyer. That's right. Brought to you in part by the great Petey Williams. That's right. He has a podcast. He's got a podcast? Yeah. You know, if he's got a podcast, we got a podcast, we should commemorate together since you guys are like... Yeah, we can... Sort of best friends. We can, I mean, you like his, his finisher. We can know. meet, you know... Um, he could make me an honorary Canadian. Right. I mean, I would love to be Canadian right yeah. now. Yeah. We can have dual citizenship, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I know more lyrics to the Canadian uh, national anthem than I do our own national anthem. Whole Canada, <laughs> our home and native land. <laughs> so, yeah. No, when uh, when I first saw that move... It became my favorite and will always be my favorite. I scroll through Facebook and YouTube to find old TNA clips just with Petey Williams on there so I can watch him give somebody the Canadian Destroyer. That move is way overused today. No, definitely. But it's because of his innovation and him able to do that move so well and the fact that that move was like unheard of that it's at where it's at today. The same thing with like the DDT when Jake Roberts used it. Now everybody uses it and it's not even special anymore. Yeah, uh, nothing special about the DDT anymore. I didn't even think if Jake Roberts hit a DDT, I mean, would it even 
would would anybody even uh, like do anything to it? Like, would anybody uh, sell it? I should say. Yeah, they'd probably just stand right back up. Yeah, they'd probably be like, "Oh, well, that's an everyday move." No, like finishers used to mean something back in the day. That's for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. When Macho Man would hit the elbow, you didn't yeah. kick out of that, right? Yeah. Well, that's like. Let's go back to the DDT for a second here. When um, Jake the Snake wrestled, um, uh, oh crap! I just lost his name. Um, not Jimmy Snuka. Jesus, criminy! He wrestled Flair. He wrestled. Steamboat. Steamboat. Ricky the Dragon. Thank you. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Okay. Oh, I didn't take my ginkgo by Loba today. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize to everybody. Um, but uh, when Jake the Stink Roberts wrestled Ricky the Dragon Steamboat one time, uh, Steamboat told him to hit the DDT, DDT on the outside without the mats outside. Ooh. And... Roberts was like, I don't think it's a good idea. And he was like, just just do it. Well, Jake Roberts did it, knocked him clean out. Woof. Yep. So. Yeah, you know. Speechless. <laughs> I just don't understand how a move can go from. I understand things evolve. Right. You know, and wrestling's way farther now than it was back in the 30s and 40s. But, like, how does a move like Jake the Snake's DDT, or even if you want to evolve it to John Moxley, because his is a double underhook DDT. Right. And so did uh, um, Mick Foley. He used yeah, it, too. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. So how does it evolve to where John Moxley's is a finisher and people are donezo? But then, like, Hangman can hit a DDT or Kenny Omega, and it doesn't matter. They can hit Tornado DDTs, and it still doesn't matter. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels, super kick. Now right. the Bucks just hit super kicks 30 just, times a match. Just because. Yeah. Everybody's doing a super kick nowadays. I don't know how things get to that point. Yeah, I don't really know how things got to that point either. And it's uh, really disturbing. I mean... I think it's disturbing to a lot of people that come from my era, probably yours too, like, okay, well, you hit a finisher and they're supposed to be done. Like, That's why it's called a finisher. Right, that's why it's a finisher. DDT was a finisher, and now it just became some setup move. How do you think the... Super kick. You think the... No, you're good. You think the argument would be that... You could study film so you can be more aware of it so it's not necessarily that final blow. Well, I don't... Is that what they excuse they would use? I don't think that would be the excuse that they use. I would say that the originator of the move, like Jake the Snake, like nobody hits the DDT like Jake the Snake. Okay, so they're just not doing it as well as him. Right. Okay. They're missing something. Okay. That's how they pull it off. Same, which th- is kind of stupid. Yeah, but, but like, 
there's still, to to my knowledge, the only finisher that I have never, nor has anybody else ever seen kick out of is one winged angel, right? To this day, yes. Because people have kicked out of Hogan's leg drop, right? Yep. And I don't think I've ever seen Flair win with the figure four. Maybe a few times. I think he's won with the figure four. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've I've never seen him win with the figure. Okay. Four. Well, I mean, you got to go back in time. Okay. Um, when he was in WWE, I don't even know Flair won. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, what about um, people would kick out of Cena's fu or the attitude adjustment? Yep. People start um, kicking out of that. Yep. Same thing with like the Batista bomb, the pedigree. Um, you know, so on. So some of these moves were protected, and some of them weren't. I mean, when you hit the finisher like earlier on, I guess you could say that. Okay, well, yeah, they're still fresh. Yeah, they're still fresh. You know, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So why why do you think do you do you think that adds like another element to the match if they kick out of it? Why is Kenny's move so protected over everybody else's? Shh. Your guess is as good as mine. Because, I mean, still back in the day, if you want to go, we'll go back to the start of the, the episode. Um, Petey Williams, if he hit that nine times out of ten, it was a three count. Yeah. Now, I've seen some times where he'd hit it even deeper into the match and he wouldn't get it and he hit it again. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's. I, I don't know why they protect that, that move. Um,. Honestly, it must be just uh, character development right now. Um, that's the only thing I can think of is just developing Kenny as like this un- unbeatable force when he hits that one way yeah. angel. Well, because even if you think about like uh, Okada, Okada hits the Rainmaker, which is basically just a ripcord clothesline. Right. So. I mean, that's like Bradshaw. Yeah, Bradshaw was just a clothesline too. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, it's interesting. I think Stan Hansen had the clothesline yeah, too. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, Silas's young's uncle, just so you know. Stan Hansen. Yeah. Oh, distant relation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, I mean, it's legit uncle or whatever. No, I meant so. me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nephew, or yeah, cousin. He's, yeah, he's cousin. He's fourth cousin removed twice. Right, right, right. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, I think a big one for me was, like, the powerbomb when, when that first came out. Like, that was, like, super move with the powerbomb. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, another big one is... For me, would be the tombstone. Yeah. Uh, when Undertaker hit that, you know it was over. Yeah, or the pile driver too, mm-hmm. like Jerry the King. Yeah. Yeah, the pile driver. Yeah, the sit down, not just to your knees, the sit down. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever let anybody do that. You have to really trust somebody. Yeah. I mean, just think what happened to Stone Cold with Owen. Yeah. Well, that was a tombstone sit down. Not good. Yeah. Um. Well, let's see what choke slam was a big one too. Choke slam was a big one. Yeah, that was a hot one for a while. Not too many people do choke slams anymore. Yeah, the, the razor's edge. You remember that? That was kind of like yeah. a, 
Can you imagine how strong you have to be to do that move? Think about that. Yeah. Holding somebody, arms fully extended above your head. you got to be pretty strong, especially in your shoulders. Yeah, because there's no, really no helping. Mm-mm, that's that. all dead weight. Yeah. I remember when uh, Razor was uh, Scott Hall back in the AWA. He had like... The stash? The stash. Yeah. <laughs> like that 80s, 70s porn stash, yeah. yeah. I still like him better as Scott Hall. Yeah. He, you know, he'd come out and kind of do like the surfer kind of dude thing. And yeah, toothpick. Have the toothpick. Right. Hey, yo. That's what you were used to. That was uh, Razor Ramon pretty much. Yeah, but I grew up with him more as Scott Hall. So, yeah. which uh, on the uh, any biography they uh, touched base on that uh, that ladder match that Scott Hall and Shawn Michaels had the original one. Crazy match. I've seen that match. That's, You've seen it. That's a good one. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah. uh, when I was a kid, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. We'd all buy collection DVDs and we'd trade them with each other. My yep. friends and I and one of my buddies had. It was, uh, it was, I think it was four DVDs of the top ladder matches so far at the time, and that one was on there, and that was such a good one. Innovative. Oh, so, so good. Yeah. One ladder. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. Not, not, not 20 different 45 ladders. ladders, and one's 28 foot tall. And one's six. Yeah, and then you got like a little step ladder or something. Right. But uh, that was a good one. Um, trying to think of some other people's finishers that were iconic. Iconic fi- finisher. How about a move that was really big back in the 80s, 90s? Done none other, none other than Big Papa Pump. Oh, the Frankensteiner. Scott Steiner, the Frankensteiner. I still don't know how... A guy that big can get up that high. That move was simply amazing. I mean, think about, like, the timing that you have to have. And just the trust. Because Scott Steiner has to throw you off the ropes. You have to bounce back. And then he has to time the jump, put you in a head scissors, and flip backwards. And then you have to flip with him. A lot of practice. Insane. A lot of practice. Insane. And that's like, uh, well, I mean, since we're sticking on, since we're on WCW, like when uh, the first War Games came out. Oh, and Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious powerbombed. Spiked him on his head, Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman, twice. I don't know how he didn't kill him. Yeah. That could have been bad. It was bad. I mean, he was throwing him up into the cage just with the velocity that he was picking him up with. Well, not to mention Sid Vicious is damn near seven foot tall. Yeah, his head was like touching the cage. I don't know how they didn't think that one out a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was literally getting him up to his chest and then dropping him on his back of his neck, <sighs> back of his head. Oh, thanks. Gave so, me a sore neck. Right. Sore neck for sure. Um... Well, let's see here. Well, let's talk about Ravishing Rick Rude. Do you remember Ravishing Rick Rude at all? Probably not. No, I I do. I do. More of a He was more of a manager role. But I've seen some old videos. You know, he's got his hands behind his head, moving his hips around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he was. I don't remember like his greatest. I don't hero. remember his finisher though. His, his finisher was um, the reverse neck, uh, the the neck breaker. Oh, he called okay. it the yeah. rude awakening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Kind of like uh, Dolph Ziggler's, the zigzag. If you, but Dolph Ziggler jumps when he does it. No, well, actually, it's like he grabs you and then turns. And so your head is on his shoulder, and then he would drop down. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah Ziggler's is kind of like that. Is it? Except he jumps from behind you instead of turning you around. Oh, okay, yeah. He just jumps, but it's kind of it's kind of like a reverse diamond cutter, Dolph Ziggler's. But he's facing your back. Yeah, I know. But, I yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I okay. was just saying, like, Ziggler's, instead of doing a diamond cutter, he does it. Instead of your stomach hitting the mat, your back hits the mat instead. Yeah. But it's kind of like a neck breaker, kind of. You, you know, you should probably, like, dabble into um, more of uh, of uh, Rick Rude. Okay. I'll look you know, I think, I think you would like him. Okay. Like, his WWE days was were pretty solid. Yeah. I thought, I mean... He kind of rem- reminded me a lot of my stepdad, actually. Yeah, I I could have swore that he that was my stepdad. Like, <laughs> maybe he's got just, a secret. <laughs> just the hair. I mean, my stepdad had curly hair. Yeah. Okay. Um, he always had like the the mustache, like him, and uh, I mean, he was a bigger guy. My stepdad was is a bigger guy. Okay. And so, like, I I thought that that was him, like. But anyways, um. Uh, oh, I had one in mind that I was going to touch base. Oh yeah, let's stick uh, with uh, with heels as uh, Kurt Henning. He had the perfect plex. It was a fisherman suplex. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Into a pin. Yeah, that was a good one. He's totally underrated. Yeah, I mean he was he was a star. Yeah, and he never got it. Any higher than the mid card, really? Yeah, if you think about it. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was always intercontinental champion. Um, he was AWA World Heavyweight Champion for a while. Yeah, but nobody really remembers that, you know. I do. Well. Yeah. But you like the AWA guy? I don't know too many people that watch AWA. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, I mean, like, for my dad, for instance, back in the day, you know, since we grew up closer to St. Louis, it was more St. Louis territories, you know, wrestling at the Chase, you know, um, you know, St. Louis-based or Kansas City-based wrestling, where AWA was more up here in Milwaukee, Minneapolis, so. Yeah. I mean, my, my dad's quite a bit older than you, but still. Right. I mean, I'm old school, you know. <laughs> yeah, but my dad would have grew, grown up in like, you know, the late '60s, early '70s, and stuff. So, I mean, my dad graduated high school in '81. So, yeah, my dad grew up or graduated in. Well, he would have graduated in '82, but yeah. So, or no, yeah, '82, '82. Yeah, so... My our, mom graduated in 83. Yeah, so our dads are like the same age. Yeah. 
even though you're like 10 years older than me. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my parents are 10 years apart, so my dad graduated in 81. My mom graduated in 91. He's not a cradle robber. It's okay. Your mom graduated in 91? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so. I could be your dad. <laughs> well, I guess, no, it, 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 it doesn't work that way. You can just call me dad from now on. <laughs> okay. Okay, dad. <laughs> this is now a father-son podcast? No, kidding, kidding. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's see. who. You know who has a pretty rough-looking finisher? Samoa Joe. Yeah, the muscle buster. Back, yeah, when he did the muscle buster. Yeah. Um, I hope he brings that back. Yeah, you know, he, uh, Tyson Kidd, um, TJ Wilson got um, paralyzed. Yeah. Well, he's he's better he, now. He, he, he was, or he broke his neck or whatever. He, I mean, he probably wasn't paralyzed, paralyzed, but uh, yeah, he's better now. He, he gets in the ring every once in a while and helps train and all that stuff. You but. think that was Joe's call to not do it anymore, or you think that's Vince's call? Um, I I don't know. It could have been. It could be both. Because Joe, he's older now. I'm sure he could still do it. He's been out of the ring for a bit. He's been hurt a little bit here and there. Um, and I know that was an accident kind of deal. You know, he just took it wrong. Yeah, just just landed wrong and but. You know, I like that Joe kind of transitioned to the Coquina Clutch. Yeah. I do like that Joe does that. He's kind of always done that a little bit, but now that he's older. So I think that makes you a good wrestler, too. Yeah, you, the transition. You transition. Yeah. You know, like Jericho. Right. You know, Jericho had the Lion Salt, and then he had the Walls of Jericho. And yep. Then he transitioned to uh, the Code Breaker. Yep. And then now he's got Judas, right? The yeah, Judas, the Judas effect. effect, yeah. He didn't have anything in between that's that, prote- right? That's protected, too. Yeah, very, yeah. very. Um, yeah, he might have had one or two in there or something like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, he's that he's got some good ones, too. Yeah. Um, Kevin Sneen with the package pile driver. I wish he still did that. Yeah. I don't like nice. him doing the stunner. Yeah, but he got permission from Stone Cold. Yeah? So, yeah. Okay. Well. He did it the right way, unlike some people. Yeah. Yeah, Pentagon does package pile driver too. I yeah. like that move. That's a good one. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I used to give my buddy the package pile driver all the time. <laughs> in fact, if he was standing right here, I'd probably just kick him, put him in the package pile driver. Yeah, right now. all yeah. right. Kick him in the gut, package pile driver. I'm going to make sure I scoot over farther so you can't grab me and... Get me in the package pile driver. Right, I won't. I won't get you. I used to put my buddy in the crippled crossface. Yeah, and you got to be careful because you can actually hurt people with that. Yeah, yeah. So, bank statement. Yeah, the, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They had to change the name though because of circumstances, right? Could be. Yeah, crossface chicken wing. How about that one, Bob Backlund? Yeah. Uh, do you I, even know who Bob? Backlund I do. Is? I don't like Bob Backlund. Okay. And I, I I hate him. Well, we got, I'm going to have to erase that off the podcast, so All right. I don't want to mention his name. What about the Iron Sheik? What about the Iron Sheik? Camel Clutch? Yeah, the Camel Clutch. You like the Camel Clutch? Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, it's still used today, and it's protected by uh, uh, 
Miro, also known as Rusev. For people Did he have know. that in WWE? Yeah. Yeah, he See, called it the accolade. The accolade, huh? Yeah. Why didn't they just call it the camel clutch? I don't know. And why is it called the camel clutch? Iraq? Yeah, but the Iron Sheik's from Detroit. Yeah. It's a gimmick. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't really know that much about the Iron Sheik. I know a little bit, but not en- not enough. I know he's from Detroit. I know he's really big in Detroit. And I know he was with Sergeant Slaughter for a bit. Yep. They ha- he had those iconic boots. Yeah, they curl the at the end. The, yeah, the, the curl, little yeah. elf belt boots. Yeah. That's how I would describe him, right? An elf yeah. would wear them, yeah? Yeah. Um, he's like, ah, spit in the kapui, you know, and yeah. classic. And he always had those big turkey drum things that he'd like do those. The, You've seen um, him do those, right? Uh, yeah, I just had that, um, they're, um, the Persian clubs. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually, like, legit. They they actually have those. Yeah, those things. Yeah, I'm sure they're really hard to do. They they got different weights. Um, supposedly the ones that he had was like 75 pounds each. Each, correct. So yeah, I mean the way he did it, and I mean it was it looked like a challenge. I mean, could I do it? Probably not. You could probably do one or two, right? Uh, you, not 75 pounds. I don't think I could do 75 pounds no. over my head. No. Yeah, that'd be pretty hard over your head. That's I mean, a lot of shoulder strength. Yeah, that's a little... I mean, I'm definitely not doing it with my left shoulder because my left shoulder is uh, pretty much gone. Yeah. My right shoulder might have a chance. Well, good. I got a better left shoulder than you do, and you got a better right shoulder than I do. All right, so I'll just put it on your body. Yeah. And so we'll just we'll just combine, right? Yeah. Do a little fusion and let me uh, let me get a knife. We'll we'll operate right now. Yeah, we'll do the fusion. We'll combine right. together completely, and we'll be uh, we'll instead we'll be the the ice axe, and uh, we'll just go right. from there. I'll grab that bottle of Tito's that I have up on top of my uh, my <laughs> cabinet over there, and we'll we'll, we'll get going. All right, <laughs> we'll have another Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, and uh, be ready to go. The bottle of Tito's. Little disinfectant here, little swag here, <laughs> a little more disinfectant here, right? All right, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do you got for finishers? You know, um, trying to think of some guys. Um, greatest moonsault ever. Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels, okay. Yeah, you didn't know that one? Uh, ah. I thought you'd know that one. Yeah. That was a good one. What about the Styles Clash? Styles Clash was good. Um, I liked it. It was innovative. I just felt like it wouldn't really be a good finisher. Yeah? I feel like you could take that one and you'd be okay. Okay. All right. Um, what about Crossroads? I like that one. Uh, Switchblade also does crossroads. It's called Switchblade effect. Yeah, something like, I don't know what it is, but uh, it's basically the same thing, pretty much. Um, you know, I like the cutter, the diamond cutter. Yeah, diamond cutter was was good. Um, that was then Randy Orton had to kill it. Uh, he does a pretty good job actually 
RKO yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's it's not the same. It's a little different, yeah. It's not the same, but it's it's close. I mean, Diamond Stone cutter. Cold stole the diamond cutter, too. It's just a sit-down cutter. Right, yeah. Pretty much. Um, there's, I, I don't know if there's that many better uh, finishers than the Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, yeah. Different version with Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah. It's a it's a sharpshooter to me, so but yeah. that's just when I grew up, so what about uh the Scorpion Death Drop? Like a reverse DDT. See, that's more of um Sting's finisher to me than the Scorpion Deathlock. Okay. Yeah. It's, or the splash. He did the splash. The stinger splash, yeah. yeah. Stinger splash. Once he hit that, you knew what was coming up was the uh the Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah. That was that was classic Sting right there. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I missed that beach blonde hair and and whatnot. See, that, that's just not the Sting I knew. Yeah, that Sting that you should have known is beach blonde hair and all yeah, that stuff. Well. So, see, I grew up with the Silent Crow Sting turning into the TNA Sting. Yeah. Wolfpack is back. I I do remember he, he Wolfpack was in the Sting. Wolfpack, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the red paint. Yeah. Yep. I got that action figure. Okay. It's a good one. Scared of you. Yeah, you should be. Um, <laughs> geez, there's so many finishers out there. Um, Can't even name them all. Um, the jackknife, that looked pretty brutal. Jackknife, yep. Um, the, um, um, Brain Buster. Austin Aries. How about that? The Brain Buster. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, where you pick them up like you're going to suplex them and then just yep. drop you down drop on your head. on the shoulders, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good one, um, especially coming from somebody not so strong. Austin Aries isn't yeah. all that strong. What about the axe kick? The axe kick. Yeah. Uh, Booker like, T. Booker T. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I kind of like the scissor, the head scissors better. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like that. You know, to me, Booker T's never really had that strong of a finisher. He's got the spinner ring. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's <laughs> not a finisher, though. Five time, five time, five time. <laughs> yeah. Um, good stuff. Let's see. Another good one is... Uh, 619's pretty classic. Yeah. Nobody that's does like that That's like a one. setup move, though. Because he used to hit the 619 and the West Coast pop. Yeah, where he jumps off the rope, yeah. flips you over like a hurricane rana. Something like that, yeah, I think. And now he does the frog splash, so. Yeah. Frog splash, that, that was another good one. Yeah, it's pretty much the only people that I can think of that do did it regularly is like Eddie and then your man, Rob Van yeah. Dam. Yeah. <laughs> um, another big one was uh, the Doomsday Device. Oh, man. That, that not, was that was ultimate. That's probably the best tag team move out there. Probably. I mean, the Hart Foundation, they did have the uh, the running clothesline where Anvil kind of like picked up the guy and Bret Hart came in and did him, get, hit him with a running clothesline. Yeah. I mean, you could say uh, the 3D. That was a cutter. good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Lift up cutter, yeah. Yeah. It's usually over a table. Yep. Lots of good stuff. I don't know, but uh, let's uh, let's take a break here for a second and uh, gain our, gain some thoughts and take another sip of uh, IPA, Broken Skull IPA, that is. 
only the best dang IPA on the planet for us. So we'll be back in a minute. All right, we're back. Back at it. Fully refreshed. That's we're right. no, no longer parched. Right, fully hydrated. So, uh, everybody already knows my number one finisher, uh, Mini Ice. Uh, what do you got for yours? You know, my number one finisher probably would be the Frankensteiner. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you do talk about that move a lot. Yeah, I, I really thought that move was, like, over the top. And I still don't think you've ever seen a move quite like that. Yeah, probably not. Done in today's atmosphere. And we're talking 30 years ago. So are you uh, Scott Steiner, Mark, secretly? Do I, I not know this pump, about yeah. you? Oh, man. A little bit, yeah. yeah. A little bit of a mark over there. So. Do you like the dog face gremlin, though? Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. I kind of liked uh, Rick Steiner. Rick, Rick Steiner was uh, was one of my guys, you know. Yeah. Um, and though he had that one arm power slam too. He just had a power slam that was unbelievable. Rick or Scott? Uh, Rick. Okay. Yeah, he'd bounce you off the ropes and just one arm you. Bam. Yeah. See, I don't remember Rick. Kind of like a Randy Orton power slam. Okay. But Rick would just do it one arm. Okay. He, he, you'd like bounce off the ropes and come at you and just one arm power slam you or one arm party slam you real oh, quick. Okay. You know. I mean I remember Rick a little bit, but by the time I got into wrestling it was just Scott. Yeah. You know, and obviously he was big papa pump by then. Right. Had the short blonde hair and That's right. Um, Freaks. You know, now that I think about it, he's never really been by himself. I mean he was a little bit, but not really. He's Rick? always yeah, Scott. Scott. He's always been like part of a group or something. Mm, I don't know. Cause like it, if you think about it, it's him and his brother, and then he at, went on his own after a while. Yeah, but then he had, Buff was with him for a while. Yeah. And then he was when he went to Petey TNA. Williams. Yeah, Petey Williams was with him. He was with Jeff Jarrett for a while. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. He was always in a group. Must have been uh, one way to contain him because I guess he had uh, some kind of attitude problem or something like that, I heard. Yeah, Royd Royd Rage, right. Royd Rage, yeah. yeah. You can't tell me that he wasn't taking something. Yeah, yeah, he was... I mean, have you seen him recently? He was beyond jacked. Uh, I seen him, like, somewhat recently. He was in NWA. Yeah. He was in Nick Aldis's group. Yeah. And he still looks huge, except he's covered in tats now. Run and uh, I think he had a heart attack recently. Yeah, he had a heart attack a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he's gonna be wrestling again. I'm sure he'll probably get in the ring somewhere. Yeah. He's got to make money. What is he, he like? Sixty. Wise. He's like sixties. He's got to be close to sixty. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well. I don't know. We want to hear from you guys. Like, what were your favorite finishers and? Yeah. I'm. I'm sure we missed a whole lot because i mean oh you podcasts could, you can only do so long you know i mean yeah you could we could go on for five six hours of just finishers right so yeah what's your guys's favorite finishers send us a tweet or uh, hit us up on facebook or email us yeah email us or uh catch us in the streets you know yeah we might 
we might throw you a bone and put you on the podcast. Like right. say, hey, you know, we want to we want to do this. You know, we both got the capabilities. So if you know one of us, you know, see us on the street, be like, hey, get on the podcast real quick. Yeah, I got the capabilities of uh, recording. Axe Man's got the yeah. cases of uh, recording. That's so right. We can put you on there real quick and uh, throw your two cents in. Yeah. Or if uh, if you have a topic that you want us to cover, uh, we'll fit you into our busy schedule. We'll That's get, right. We'll get your topic on there and we'll let everybody know. Uh, yeah, I know the Wolfman was supposed to join us this week for the podcast, but uh, I'm sure he had other things to uh, take care of. So. Yeah, he's busy shaving his head. Yeah, busy shaving his head. <laughs> his dome piece. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got to give him the head blade. You seen that thing? Yeah, it's like the thing that you. Yeah, it fits yeah. on your finger like yeah. a ring, and it's got wheels on it. Yeah. Give it a nice good sheen. Right. Give him some turtle wax. Yeah, turtle wax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shine your head for a nickel. Yeah. Or a pickle. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll uh. I'll let you know how the machine's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Cage. Yeah, that's right. In the house. Yep. So, uh, well. Just, uh, that's uh, your new job. You're, uh, you got signed to WWE, uh, AEW, not WWE. How dare me. Yeah, I'm uh, the machines. Uh, I get him all oiled up, make sure he doesn't have any rust. Yep. It's my new gimmick. Yep. So, and uh, you're uh, wardrobing absolute Ricky Starks, too. Yeah, I got them silk shirts. Yeah, and uh, you're just not a fan of Hook. No. So. so. All right, well, unless right. you got anything else, send us out. I don't think I have anything else for us, uh, but uh, remember to uh, wear your mask if you want. Watch your distance, and uh, please wash your hands because there's a lot of germs out there. And uh, I think that'll do it. Alrighty, well... Until next time. Yeah, we're out. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. Hot Hot tag. Tag out.